Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the PH Nutrition Podcast. Today we are going to be talking all things Christmas. Now this is a bit of a weird period in the in the nutrition and fitness world with people worrying about what to do and you know how they should approach it. So hopefully we are going to give some practical, realistic strategies to this rather than just telling you not to drink or do some random things. So I am joined by Luke and Chloe, guys. How are you? Lukey, how are you? you you're probably fell uh, victim to something that we often see around this time at the moment. So. Yeah, I'm struggling with a little bit of a cold. It is just a cold. Obviously, the past couple of years, you get the COVID scares and that kind of thing. But a little bit of a cold, so a bit bunged up, a bit under the weather, but powering through. I'm, I'm really bad at being ill because I just want to keep doing stuff. Because so. you're a man. Yeah, exactly. Man flu. <laughs> uh, so this kind of been on a call with you guys chatting about <clears throat> how to navigate the Christmas period, that kind of stuff a good distraction from the way i'm good. feeling now yeah. yeah good and clover you're all fighting fit you you're feeling good i'm good yeah i had the the cold thing that was going around but it's gone now so i'm on the other side so good. you'll you'll get there soon luke <laughs> just don't do too much we'll get there we'll get yeah there. And look that is one thing that we we have to navigate in the festive period is a, a kind of heightened amount of illness isn't it and colds and coughs and everything else and it's probably one of the biggest points that we want to start with is you know people just kind of getting like I think putting too much pressure on themselves to maintain a level uh, of output uh, or you know of progress that they see throughout the rest of the year and this can be down to if they're ill or you know if they're still training you know and and, and I think this is probably the, the a good place to start for me when I frame it with clients i'm like look if you can just switch your mindset to be thinking about maintaining during this period you're actually probably progressing more than a lot of people so it's it's about changing that and and guys how would you approach that like if, if we had clients going like okay well if i need to if you're saying to you know maintain what what kind of strategies do i have to do i think like at the, I think at the moment, like just there's just take the pressure off yourself because I think it is that time of year. Like it's not just um, there's more sickness. It's cold. Like you're so much more susceptible to getting sick at the moment. It's like the end of year. Like people have been talking about like end of year burnout. Like everyone's been working really hard, mm. and you stop because we've got you know festive season. You do stop, and that's when your body is like, oh okay, this is when maybe I'm going to pick something up. And it's just so important to like not keep trying to go because you know we're all trying to train and and push and keep moving you need to stop you can't just keep going all the time Mm. so I've just been saying to clients and stuff like you literally just if you're feeling low don't train you're not going to get any better by keeping going like you 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 need to stop you need to rest you're not going to get any better if you keep going because you're going to actually make yourself worse 
if you're like, feeling ill like 100%. if you're feeling yeah. yeah if you're feeling things it's like that common thing we think we sweat it out or we'll just power through and luke you haven't trained a week have you i trained on monday when i was <clears throat> feeling like there was a little something there but i was all right and then trained on monday and then since then have not trained at all no yeah so that's yeah. coming up to like three four days uh, of yeah. just trying to come down but i think um it's a good point in terms of like yeah only doing so much as you feel you can but then something that i talk about um a fair amount is periodizing nutrition and kind of periodizing life as well right mm. um and looking at priorities at certain times of the year and at certain times of life as well and like Liam said when we kind of jumped on there like if your priority just for these next couple of weeks is to just maintain the progress that you have achieved over the year um, then you're progressing a lot more than kind of a lot of people there as well and you're also going to be getting a load of the benefits from spending that time with family being busy and mm. um, doing all that kind of where okay maybe training nutrition takes a bit of a backseat and um, I still think it's kind of set no-brainers that kind of thing um Liam we were chatting a bit before we kind of jumped on this about just moving as well and I think yeah. on, on the nutrition side of things ticking boxes ticking the basics off not necessarily diving into tracking to hit your exact macros or anything like that but making sure you're ticking the basics off you're getting enough protein in across the day you're getting enough fruit and veg in across the day staying hydrated that kind of stuff can be a really yeah. good kind of focus and, and that kind of um yeah period we talk a lot about how nutrition's like a, a dimmer switch or a sliding scale that kind of dial where you know yeah. in the new year as everyone does, motivation undoubtedly returns, maybe not on the 1st because it's New Year's Day, but on the 2nd of January, the 3rd of January, that motivation comes back um, and you can dial a lot more then uh, and really kind of attack your goals for kind of the coming year as well. Yeah, 100%. It's the intensity as well, isn't it? Like people, yeah. like you don't have to get your heart rate up to 175 in your training session, like keep your heart rate at 130. Just yeah. You can still train, but just don't, you don't have to go full send in every session at this time because it's not gonna not gonna help, is it? Yeah, for me that that's a key, really key thing. Like it's personally, this is what I do. You know, like <clears throat> if I'm if I'm being honest, like I implement the strategy of right. I want to have a good go at the Open, which is mid February. So I'm like, well, that's six weeks. You know, from the start of it to the end. Well, to the end of it's nine weeks from first of January. So that's a nice block to really kind of be like, right, I'm on this, I'm going to push myself. But in that period before that, like, again, I would go like, right, October, November, I'm, I'm really going to push again and focus on my training. And in December, I just make, like you said there, Luke, I just make sure that I've got some non-negotiables, like turn up three days a week. If I make it four to five, great. But if I'm traveling or if I'm seeing mates or if I'm seeing family, then cool but i'll prioritize to make sure that i hit three because if i do three i'm like i'm kind of moving enough through the week and i feel okay you know and you kind of maintain a little bit what i don't do is i don't let myself slip enough that i don't do anything um, so like you said chloe there and then in those three sessions there's no pressure like you know i scaled the workout you know the other day because i just felt knackered on, on you know and i just didn't want to lift 83 kilos on a barbell in the workout i was just like i just didn't feel it so whereas in other times you might kind of push yourself to kind of be like right i need to to go forward so yeah really really good advice there i think just to be like can you factor in a little bit of training just to keep yourself ticking over as opposed to full send high intensity i want to see progress i've got to be hitting my percentages blah 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 so yeah good stuff you, you mentioned it there about movement i know we spoke about that off, off, off air 
we'll come on to the nutrition stuff in a minute movement wise i think you know i said to you like <laughs> previous years i feel like i'm very stentry you know less so now i've got a two-year-old and doesn't really allow for that but before you can end up just going like traveling a lot sitting in other people's houses you know watching films back to back and you know and and i think for me that is definitely something that kind of a big piece of advice would be try and get some form of movement not necessarily training correct definitely yeah some some form of movement and if that if you want that to be training then that can be training as well like i know obviously um yeah yeah we're talking about the the festive period as if you know you're not going to train for the next two weeks or whatever but if it if it's training fantastic i know for me personally um something that i uh use uh, and i still kind of to less of an extent is christmas eve anyway i get up early and i go on a run that kind of thing where Mm. i know sweet i've moved and then um i get up a lot of family as well just naturally anyway so it's one of those where it's like that's me i've moved for the day so that if the rest of the day now is just that hanging out watching films yeah eating a little bit more food than normal a little kind of different amount as well then fantastic and christmas day as well we always go for like a big walk that kind of stuff um but that that can be in between christmas new year where like you say liam you're visiting family you're traveling up and down the country and just ticking off movement as you say and it doesn't have to be training but finding the point in the day where it's the easiest to do where it kind of is boxed off almost so that you don't have to worry about it and you can just then enjoy the rest of the time there as well um i think is a really really thing and like you said before we jumped on it can be as easy as like taking the kids out on their new bikes that kind of thing and going to the park and uh that sort of thing getting out there and getting moving and not just falling victim to that couch ultimately and staying there definitely Yeah, makes a difference. Uh, it's, it's something to build in. I think that's what you've got to do. You've got to find little pockets. You know, it's easy to say, I don't know, a lot of people that necessarily don't have kids or, or are with friends instead of family, like they get up and train and they go for like yeah. swims on the beach and runs, you know, and stuff like that. It, it's, it, it's very much about kind of doing what you feel that you want to be doing. But I think some form of movement is pretty essential for, for and I think sometimes we can kind of, play that down in terms of the priority and actually if you can do that you're probably going to feel a lot better yeah good stuff so yeah bit of training keep that going bit of movement uh, which is uh, really good now leading into the festive period because this is probably where i I, you know i used to get very excited in the lead up to christmas Uh, you know when i was a little bit younger and going out drinking a little bit more and this was the time that i kind of ended up drinking more than actually around christmas so have you got any strategies for people in terms of just like managing alcohol, managing social situations, like some real practical, realistic stuff that we can advise people on? I think in terms of like, if we're kind of talking more about the alcohol, the drinking side of things, I think it's like, it's so easy to get very swept up in the festivity and the celebration thing. Like when we're like on those heightened emotions, we do tend to want to eat more, maybe drink more. We get, I feel like that can be like a little bit of a trigger to make us want to eat and drink more and stuff just because it's that hype, isn't it? Mm. I think it's just picking and choosing the events. And, you know, you might not be a big drinker. You might be a big drinker. You might be one of those people that only drinks more around events where you're going out mm. um I'm a bit like that like I don't return to drink that much but if I'm going out for around this time of year I'm like let's go so it kind of depends doesn't it but I think it's picking and choosing your events so Definitely. there's more events at this time of year uh, I think it's looking at right which is the one that you actually want to maybe 
take a little bit more in and enjoy a little bit more. So is there an event with your family, with your friends who you haven't seen in a long time? Maybe this is one you're going to go and have a little bit more, like enjoy a little bit more, have a few more drinks and stuff. Maybe there's an event where it's like after work, some people are like, do you want to come for a drink, a festive drink? And you're like, yeah, go on then maybe. And you're like, I don't want to end up drinking loads, but you end up drinking loads because everyone else is. Yeah. It's kind of like just picking and choosing. You don't have to go full send at every single event. Um, one thing I like to say with kind of alcohol this time of year as well is like use the use the kind of time of year to be like there's different drinks like there's mulled wine there's like fancy cocktails things like that choose something that you really want to enjoy and just be mindful about drinking it and just have something like I went out a few weeks ago I had a, a salted caramel espresso martini and I was like this is perfect for this time of year and I enjoyed it I didn't need to have like eight of them or just have eight random drinks I just wanted that one nice drink because it was something a bit different so I think it's just being a bit more mindful and like picking and choosing is this an event I want to have more drinks at is this an event I maybe just want to kind of like pull back at uh, just kind of approaching it with like every event is going to be a little different yeah every event's a little bit different and it's not freshers week i mean all the students <laughs> going to get smashed every single day but yeah, it's no challenging student. isn't it because yeah. no it's going to be drinking a salted caramel espresso, caramel martini. espresso martini yeah <laughs> yeah, no, no. yeah back in the day we never got jugs of those <laughs> long island iced teas but yeah, I, I think it's a really good thing. It's something that we talk about, non-essential drinking. And I know not <laughs> drinking isn't essential, <laughs> but I'm like, there's a time I want to have a drink, like say I haven't seen pals or whatever. So yeah, definitely approaching that. And there's there's really good options at the moment in terms of non-alcoholic, um, you know, beers and, and spirits and stuff. I mean, Mrs. says the wine and the Prosecco is like horrendous. So maybe stick clear the of beers that. Are good. The beers I are good. I smelt it. I smelt it and I was like, I'm not drinking that. But the beers are really <laughs> good. They're really good. And I find that sometimes it's the ritual of having, you know, not plowing through three pints of Diet Coke. It's actually having a beer and being with people and, and feeling that you're part of it. It's actually a big part of it. For me, that's yeah. what it is. Like it's having that beer taste. It's having that thing. And actually, I don't need the alcohol because I'm only going to have three pints. So it's not like I'm going out all night, like you're saying, I'm really, I'm really at it. It's not, I don't, I'm not going to get drunk. I'm not, I'm not looking to get tipsy and I'm not trying to whatever. Do you know what I mean? I'm just trying to have a nice time in my pals. That's when I would be like, do you know what? I'll have, I'll have a non-alcoholic one or a bottle of that. And it's, it's completely fine. Like I found that that's a lot better, especially because like I said, got Litlands now, they, they don't care if you're hanging, <laughs> hanging or not. So it makes a difference if I have three pints <laughs> or if I have three pints of an alcoholic beer. So for me, they're also a lot lower calorie, like a lot of alcohol. And obviously then if you're, you're having these, you're less likely to end up in the kebab house at 12 a.m. So yeah. again, talking about managing excess and managing things like this, if you're sensible with it, you can work with you know, being able to kind of stay on track a little bit easier. You know, it's, I think that's how I would again, sensibly, realistically approach uh, the Christmas period with in terms of alcohol. So, yeah, uh, look, then we're going into food choices. And I think this is something that is really, it's really challenging for us to kind of, you know, advise people. And we, we get this question a lot in terms of what should I do? How should I approach my diet? You know, and, and in the end, it's really, you know, it, it's one of those ones where for me, I, you need to take a big zoom out across the you know across the year and across 
like Luke said there, periodizing your year, periodizing your life. You know, like if you if you really think about how many times, and not not weeks, how many times that you're kind of eating off plan across this next three weeks. You know, it's not that many if you look at how many times you've got to eat across the year. So it does make a bit of a dent. But if you, you know, again, like, like Chloe said, if you don't manage your excess, you are going to, you know, put on weight because you've eaten loads of food. But it is really about being realistic. Like, Luke, how how do we approach it? Like, realistically, how do we advise people to kind of just go into the Christmas, Christmas period and maybe over the Christmas period? So one of the big things is structure within the Christmas period as well, because similar to what we've mentioned about movement there, your structure around training goes out the window, your structure around nutrition can go out the window as well. Uh, and that's when we start more mindless eating, you know, when there's a tub of celebrations open, a tub of heroes open, that kind of stuff. And you're just mindlessly picking at it in between those kind of big meals. That is more often than not where a lot of people kind of um, fall down on. And I think trying to, build a structure that still fits in with the festivities is a really, really good place to start. Um, that structure have to be too crazy as well. It can be as easy as just saying, sweet, I am going to make sure that today I have three distinct meals, each with a decent amount of protein within it, each ticking off that kind of two colors of fruit or vegetables within there as well, um, and making sure on top of my hydration. And if you stick to kind of that beforehand, it means that there's kind of less space for everything else to kind of pop in. Um, and it helps to a kind of mindless thing. I know, especially when we're thinking about like maybe Christmas day, that's when obviously you're having that huge meal at whatever time of the day you have it. I know there's always going to be arguments about when is the right time to have Christmas dinner. For me, it's kind of 2 p.m. Uh, that kind of like lunch evenings. Uh, um, but obviously timing's messed around a little bit. It does throw you off your structure. And so it's important to kind of build stuff in as opposed to just having that and then thinking, oh, well, I'll just pick later on because that picking later on is mm. when you start just mindlessly throwing stuff in. Um, definitely. One of those definitely. where like you're still still able to enjoy everything on the Christmas dinner table. Of course you are, because like we said, you want to periodize your life so that you are there to enjoy it. But when stuff becomes mindless, you can almost fall into a bit of a spiral. Um, you can fall into this kind of attitude where you're like, fuck it, I've already eaten this much, I may as well keep doing this. And the next thing you know, you've devoured a whole tub of celebrations on your own sort of thing as well. Knowing kind of having that little structure to almost keep you a little bit accountable, but still allow for that enjoyment of all this stuff can be huge. Um, and then the other thing I see commonly, which... I don't think is the best way to go is people overly restricting kind of the days around that where they'll end up yeah. like see if Christmas day, boxing day, you'll feel like you've binged a little bit. You feel like you've gone overboard. So then the 27th, you're like, Oh, well I'll just have one meal, that kind of thing. Uh, and that then leads to you feeling a lot hungrier later in the day. There's still a load of stuff out there for you to be picking on and you mindlessly kind of start picking on that as well. So making sure that you don't just have kind of structures laid out for those days of the days that we care about Christmas, New Year, that kind of stuff, but the days in between as well. And you're able to maintain some good no brainers there and, and get yeah. all the good beforehand. I think I think you're right there. Tom, uh, Coach Tom mentioned this the other day to me on a call he was like it's really easy to get your protein target and veg target at christmas <laughs> it's it like so like there focus on the positives you know load up on load up on protein like you know turkey and gammon and you know eggs in the morning all of these things you know you can build this this stuff in so 
I think there's some real positives around this time. I think structure is one, you know, of our kind of key pillars of our nutrition coaching and disregarding that and making it random always leads to people feeling worse or like you say, having low energy availability and feeling like you say, they're all over the place in terms of digestion and energy and hunger. Whereas if you have that kind of consistent structure, like you say, maybe water it down a little bit, definitely on the, on the days around, but don't go random and just being like, right, I'm going to fast for 36 hours or I'm going to, like you say, have one meal a day. And then all of a sudden, like you say, cheese and crackers comes out and eating because you're starving. So yeah, just a little bit of sensibility, a sensible kind of approach to things, I think is a really good uh, factor to, to kind of just make sure, like say so those three days I think is essential because it's, it's something that can go really wrong quite quickly. So good, good stuff, mate. Uh, look, in terms of why people like worry so much, is it because they can feel themselves be a bit heavier, you know, around this time, you know, is it that it's not necessarily putting on body fat in those three days. Is it Chloe? Like there's, you know, and, and I think that echoes what Luke said is getting back to a consistent structure as soon as you can or maintaining it. Because if you start to be random, then that's when things can go all over the place. But why would people be feeling heavier or feeling like they put on body fat straight away after Christmas? Yeah. Well, you're eating like the thing is Christmas food. I mean, obviously, like you said, protein and veg, it's, we're not, it's not something too different to what we're usually eating. It's all the mince pies and chocolates and all those, all those yummy things that are part of Christmas, but your body isn't used to eating so much of those so often. And it's not just the types of foods and there's, there's a place for all foods. There's nothing wrong with eating any of these foods. It's like, it's Christmas, enjoy it, periodization of your life, et cetera. But your body isn't used to eating those foods all the time. It's not used to eating such a high volume of food in a short space of time if you do end up eating more your digestive system isn't used to that like anything it's not used to it's going to make you feel more bloated you're going to hold more water especially if you're eating there's lots of carbs nothing wrong with that again like but it is you know you're going to have more water in the body things like that you're going to feel more sluggish because of the types of foods you're eating Mm. if you are eating a little bit more say you're still getting in your meals, perhaps on a structure, but then maybe you are having that Christmas dinner. It's a lot of food in one go. Yeah. Your body's going to feel sluggish. So you're going to feel bloated. You're going to feel sluggish. You're going to feel more tired. You're going to feel dozy. You know, if you do just kind of have dinner and then sit on the sofa and don't move your body, you're not shuttling nutrients around the body. You're just sat there. You need to kind of, if you do a bit of movement, you'll feel a bit better, but it is just because you've got, you know, your body is, is, digesting all this food energy is going to be low you're going to feel a bit more watery and bloated and that's why we feel like that and i think you see you know you see these things in your body you can see if you retain water you feel more puffy perhaps you eat some foods you don't normally eat and it's like it doesn't agree with you and you can see this on your body and it does take a couple of days to shift um and that's normal you haven't gained five kilos of body fat in two days Uh, the biggest thing i would say for people is just don't you know how we body check we walk past the mirror and we're like oh you know, what do I look like right now? Don't do that around Christmas, like the day after. Don't go up to the mirror and be like, are my abs still here? No one cares if your abs are still there. Don't weigh yourself because you know you're going to get on the scale. You're going to be three kilos heavier, not because you've put on three kilos of body fat, because you've got more water, you're bloated. You've got literally more food in your body that is digesting. So it's like if you stand on the scale with no food in your body and then you hold a plate of Christmas dinner and stand on the scale, that food is now in your body you're going to weigh heavier. Don't go on the scale because it's going to make you feel 
crap so don't do it like yeah, you know don't do it, don't do it. <laughs> i think it's it's one of those things where we then encourage people to be like you need these times where you eat a little bit off plan to give you the selfie the motivation to get back into like right i want i want to have another go now and you know what like luke said if you continue to just try to push through all of the time then you come to you know january and you haven't turned the dimmer switch down in in december so it's just constantly on and it's really then hard to turn it up even more and i think that's when you can start the year feeling a bit flat and a bit demotivated so i think it's i think it's i'm not saying you know, i'm giving people license you can do whatever you want but i'm not giving you license to go like mental but i think you need that little bit of time where you're a bit more relaxed but like you said don't don't, don't, bear, don't do it to yourself by trying to compare yourself to you know <laughs> what you look like in may or something like that to be like you know it's, it's just it's just not not the right thing to be doing look like you say, i think as well the the stress just yeah, the stress mate, around the food massively. will show on your body as Definitely. well and make you gain you're not going to gain body fat from being stressed but you will if you are stressed about eating the food and it slows the digestion of the food down and then you hold more water you're gonna weigh heavier and feel worse so mm. even just stressing about the food is going to make you Definitely. you know kind of go that way as well so yeah, it's a really good point. To remember. there is like say stress so many different areas in the festive period buying gifts seeing family members that we maybe don't get on with in-laws you know like there's a lot of stress around christmas i think that doesn't come from just you know nutrition and training I think that's definitely a key thing in terms of considerations. Plus, I think sleep patterns get messed up all over the place. We sleep in a little bit more. We go to bed later. We nap on the couch, if you're lucky, in the afternoon. So, like, all of these things come into play in terms of changing your weight. So, like I said, I don't, I probably don't even jump on the scale to, like, mid-January or something like that. Like, get back into some form of consistency. Um, but, yeah, I, I think that's really good. Luke, I kind of started to touch on this. We mentioned this just before we came onto the podcast in terms of, you know, basically people getting caught in this weird zone, effectively. Like, t- talk to us about that, mate. Yeah, kind of that kind of weird zone where people, <clears throat> because they still want to obviously make progress with their nutrition, with their training, that kind of thing, um, they sacrifice to be spent with the family, that sort of thing. And, and they get stuck in this kind of half, not half-arsed, but this sort of like they're, they're putting, they're trying to train, they're trying to keep things going, but because other stuff's going on because life's a very, it's a very busy time of the year they're saying this time of the year they have a lot less kind of capacity to be able to train so they feel like they're beating themselves up because they're not training the way that they wanted to but then because they are spending that time training as well they end up kind of sacrificing that family time that quality time that could be spent with your friends around christmas and you end up beating yourself up about that as well and you're just stuck in that well i'm not really getting what i want out of the training at this time of year and then because i'm focusing on that and that's a bit of a priority for me i'm not kind of getting what i want out of the family side of the year and that kind of relaxing time of thing as well and it's that stuck in the middle where you don't necessarily know what your priority is at this time um and it's it's very common to feel this way as well right very it's common. so so common because we can kind of get a little bit we, we feel guilty if we kind of like dial the training down um, or that kind of the expense of something else and then we'll feel guilty if we do something else there as well and this might just be kind of certain personality types that have this feeling of guilt that is uh, around all the time but um, try your best to not get stuck within that and so 
going into this period knowing which thing you're going to prioritize so if you think hey like chloe sort of mentioned before when she was talking about the different individual events and knowing which ones to prioritize to get the most time the the most kind of fun out of them and most bang for your buck in terms of you know drinking and that kind of thing doing the same thing just with the period as a whole thinking sweet like if my be is to spend time with my family then who cares if I do a few less handstand walks than I was meant to in this festive period or my snatch does not go up by a couple of kilos, that kind of thing, because of the quality time that you'll have been able to spend um, with the people. that. You're right. And I think that's what, without getting too preachy and uh, Christmas special, yeah. that's what this time of the year is all about. So, um, <laughs> yeah. You're absolutely right, mate. Absolutely right. It's, you can't have loads of priorities because none of them are priority. Yeah. And so... For me, I always say this every year to people, you know, probably put another social media post out is the biggest thing is that you're, you're, you're going to remember the time you spent, the memories that are made in this time with family, with friends, with kids, with loved ones. You're not going to remember if you were 10 grams over your fat, you know, (laughs) fat target on the 23rd of December, like it doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things Like we talked about at the start. You've got to zoom out and think, is this going to matter in the grand scheme of things? Am I really going to worry about this in the you know, middle of May? I think what a lot of people do is that they blame Christmas for really poor food choices that they've made in their four months leading into Christmas. Like, you know, it's like, oh, I've put on loads of weight over Christmas. No, it's because you haven't looked after your nutrition since August. So it's that what you probably need to be a bit more honest with and you know like you say three days is going to make a, no impact at all and even if you have a couple of nights out a week in december like i say it's not going to make an impact so yeah i, th- I think it's a really important thing to to just like say try and zoom out and put it in context uh, how do you put how do you guys approach it chloe how do you how do you approach christmas are you pretty consistent do you go all in like or are you you know like ah it doesn't really matter to me it's just another day I just eat normal to be honest it's kind of like changed quite a lot over the years like I've definitely like I'm not saying I'm perfect in any way but I'm definitely a lot better now with it than I was like I used to really restrict food around Christmas and then Christmas day I just turn into like a rhino and just eat everything Um, but now I'm definitely a lot better like my priority is is getting like solid for me, like thinking about what makes me feel best at this time of year. So I, and like thinking about future Chloe, like how we were saying about in January, how are you going to feel if you didn't allow yourself that stuff over Christmas? Like if I'm going to have a mince pie and go out with my mum from old wine, like, you know, this is, this is nourishing my mental health with food right now. Uh, I don't want to be in a few months being like, I wish I'd just gone out with my mum from old wine, things like that. So obviously not, you know, restricting anything, allowing myself to have some things. It doesn't mean I have to have eight mince pies and eight mulled wines, just have one and enjoy it. Um, but thinking about the things that make me feel best. So I know that getting in my meals, my breakfast, my snack, my lunch, my snack, and my dinner, and then doing a good training session, that makes me feel good. Yeah. So as long as I get those things in, and then if I want to have a mince pie, I'll have a mince pie. Um, and then when I come to Christmas Day, I'm like, I haven't, anything out or restricting anything I don't have to have all my mince pies today because I've had a couple here and there so I think it's just like for me not going full send on any day like doing the things that make me feel my best and then when I get to Christmas day if I really want something I'm gonna have it and enjoy it 
but not, you know, go crazy and not restrict anything. It's just finding that balance. But it takes a long time. Like it yeah. takes a lot of being it mindful does. and self-aware about your food, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, it, it's it's not easy to do. And, and this is why, like, hopefully this podcast has been useful for people. But like you said, that's a really good insight. Like, again, I, I'm a lot better in terms of now, like you say, having more balance. It's it's definitely something like I said about the movement. I need to. I, I really get like an, like not anxious is the wrong word. It's just I, I feel that I'm so much better if I've done some form of output, whatever that is. You know, even if it like say chasing the kids around the garden for an hour, I don't care what it is. I don't have to be in a CrossFit gym, but I will do some form of training because, like you say, I'm doing what I want to do. And I think before I kind of adhered to like, oh, it's Christmas. I need to just not do anything because and drink and eat and actually that i never really wanted to do it i was just like ah, just kind of doing it because i meant to and actually you know the football the football side of things was was probably where i started to kind of really change because we worked through christmas and to me that was really good because i was like used to get up <laughs> me and my mate used to go to the gym christmas eve christmas day you know early day because we'd get it done and then you'd work and be back home at one o'clock and then you'd kind of be like present because you'd been doing stuff and, and whatever and now I kind of employ that in a little bit of a different way and I think that's a really good point to make you've got to do what works for you or you want to do and having that bit more balance Luki w- w- how do you approach it mate similar to yourself I think uh, Liam I think the, the the point you made there in terms of being present at each time um is is and that's so important to me as well so um Artie different to close Christmas day it's not full send but I have everything that I want to have Christmas day. And that is, I'm not going to call it a write of as well, because it's not in terms of that as well. It's me enjoying quality food, quality time with my family. Right. Um, I have a bit of a benefit, I guess, in that um, I don't drink, which means that I can get away with having a little bit more food and getting to enjoy that side of things as well. Um, and something that Liam was saying earlier about kind of like the alcohol freeze and that kind of thing. That's something that I have like my family, I'm not going to call them big drinkers because you don't want to offend them, but they do love a beer. And um, for a lot of time, I don't drink. Um, felt a little bit of that. And the solution was as easy as alcohol-free beers, that kind of thing. And my mum, bless her, she's the cutest woman alive. Like, she'll drop me a text like the week before Christmas saying, I've just stopped the fridge with Lucky Saints, which are a, a type of alcohol-free, that kind of thing. Um, that benefit of... Alcohol, we know, is kind of a large yeah. contributor to calories. It's a large contributor to kind of like feeling off plan. Um, and so I feel in get away with stuff a little bit more on Christmas Day. If I'm just having a couple of alcohol-free beers, then it means that, hey, yes, I will have that extra bit of Christmas pudding. And yes, I probably will Definitely. have a couple more celebrations, mince pies, that kind of thing as well. So I'm quite lucky there. Yeah. Um, but as you say, I make sure I've moved every day. Good news is like our family were quite active as well. So Christmas Day walk, Boxing Day walk, that kind of stuff. Um, and those days around the, the kind of interim period between Christmas and New Year, again, I come back to structure. I come back to sweet. I'm going to make sure I'm going to tick these boxes. Yeah. I'm going to have breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and there's going to be protein in there. There's going to be fruit and veg in there as well. Um, and then work stuff around that as well. So kind of get yeah. tick off those non-negotiables and enjoy everything else around it. But yeah, as I say, Christmas Day, not full send, but, but we do, uh, yeah, do a lot. Ninety percent send. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Full send. Guys, full send would mean I would be sick. So it's as far as we can push it without making myself ill. Uh, yeah. yeah, good stuff. <laughs> uh, it, it's one of those things where 
again, there isn't a right or wrong answer. The main thing is you got to do what you want to do. And then the pressure is so big at Christmas. And I think hopefully those insights in terms of how we approach it give you a little bit of a little bit of support in terms of like say, doing the things that you want to do and you know, again guys it's, it's just such a small period of the, of the year don't be too much pressure on yourself enjoy it be present make memories and you know give yourself a little bit of motivation to get back on in january and uh, you know, ride that wave so cool hopefully that's been very useful for you some practical realistic strategies that's what we wanted to get out of it rather than just say the usual rubbish that gets posted on social media this time of year from the fitness industry so cool guys we'll, we'll have a wonderful rest of your day uh, listeners thank you so much for tuning in and getting this far if there's any other topics that you want us to cover in the new year please let us know drop us a message on instagram and on the website we've got some really cool things planned we're also looking to see if you want us any guests anything that you know, questions research reviews topics to kind of dive into a little bit more detail on please let us know we'll get right on it thank you for listening lukey chloe thank you so much for joining us that was wicked have a good rest of your day and we'll catch you on the next podcast